Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern, unless I do it early, and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Andrew Watterson. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Dr. Necromantic by Nate Bramble. Dr. Necromantic is a story of a budding necromancer working to master the dark occult world in funny tales filled with ghosts, monsters, zombies, and all manner of undead horror. Be sure to check out drnecromantic.com. The entire run of the comic is free to read online and updates three times per week. Long for the feel of paper between your fingers? You can also get the first six months of Dr. Necromantic in print at drnecromantic.com. People have really, really high expectations. Anytime Nintendo puts out a video, in fact, they they tend to show a couple different types of videos. There's the Nintendo Directs, which are usually their big announcements. There's the uh, Indies Showcase, or as Nintendo likes to call it, Nindies Showcase, which is, you know... Just smaller games, not not huge things, uh, not huge uh, announcements, and then uh, then there's the third category where it just doesn't fit with anything else, things like Labo and stuff like that. Um, and I think that Nintendo is making a mistake by announcing all of their videos ahead of time. I think that they should only do that with the Nintendo Directs, the ones that are really really big news and anything else they should just release as a youtube video and the reason i think this is because people as soon as nintendo pre-announces an announcement people's expectations are ridiculously high oh my gosh nintendo's they're gonna have another direct no they're having the nindies showcase which means it's not huge news if it was huge news they would call it a direct um I know it's just nomenclature, but it's important, I think. And I feel like only the directs should be pre-announced and everything else should just be a YouTube video that they just say, all right, here's a video that we that, that we made. Watch it. Uh, instead of streaming it uh, live on Twitch and stuff like that, because I just finished watching the Nindy's uh, showcase, which I almost called it a direct all right, I got to try not to, uh, but I just finished watching the nin- the Nindies showcase, and I found it to be a little bit dull. Uh, there was very little there that I was excited for. However, um, 
let's let's look at the games that they announced. Before I do, Res TV says on the other side of the coin, the more Nintendo does streams, uh, streams like this, the less expectation the public will have. I don't think that's true, Res. I think no matter what Nintendo does, if they pre-announce a live stream of a video, then the expectations will be high. I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think that uh, if they do fewer of these, that it will suddenly rein in people's expectations because people have unrealistic expectations all the time. That's beside the point, though. Let, let's talk about what was actually announced. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because if you want that, you could just watch it. And, and you should watch it. Uh, in fact, you can watch my reaction to it live uh, over at uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. All right. The games that, that jumped out at me as really cool. Um, Hyperlight Drifter, that, that's where they started. That comes out on September 6th. It, it's supposed to be a really good game. I've never played it, so I'm excited to try that one out. I don't know if I'll buy it right away. September there is a very busy, busy month for me. Um, so I probably won't jump in with that right away. However, I'll pick it up down the line. Uh, then Towerfall. Towerfall is a game I got for free through my PSN subscription. And it's it's kind of cool. I haven't played much of it. My son didn't like it very much, but I thought it was, or maybe it was I got it on Steam. I can't even remember right now. I got it really cheap at some point. And wherever it is sitting, either in my Steam library or on my PS4, um, it's not getting touched there. And you know, I, I don't think I'm going to pick it up for the Nintendo Switch because I can just, well, maybe I will because we have more Switch controllers around the house and that maybe that'll make sense. But Towerfall looks kind of cool. Uh, it's got really, really interesting uh, mechanics uh, where you are jumping around this place and uh, shooting like bows and arrows at the enemies um, with uh, up to six or no, with up to five other people. So I thought that was really nice. Um, Mikey B. Playing says, yes, Towerfall. If I called in, I would say what I said in Discord about it. I just forgot to call in. Mikey B. Playing, uh, you can call in right now if you want. Uh, we, have, we are live on the Discord. All you got to do is jump in the calling in uh, channel and I will drag you into oh no you can't never mind my my mixer is not set up for that right now so that won't work sorry um <laughs> that's not going to work that's a i gotta get that fixed uh anyway so towerfall uh then there was treasure stack which is this really cool platforming game and puzzle game where you you are it, it almost looks like kind of like a puyo puyo game where the you've got blocks falling and you have to move them around uh, but in order to move them, you don't directly control the blocks. You have to jump. Uh, you've got a little character, and you jump around to manipulate the blocks and drag them around the stage. It almost reminds me of a puzzle game that I played back in the day uh, focused on Pac-Man. Uh, I can't remember the name of the Pac-Man puzzle game, but it was really fun. And uh, Treasure Stack might be the, the game that I saw in this uh, Nindy's showcase that uh, I was most interested in. Uh, let's see, what other games were really uh, interesting looking? Um, I, I know that a lot of people in chat got excited when Untitled Goose Game came on the screen. 
It did not look interesting to me at all, but I know that there were people in chat that were like, ooh, this game is really funny. Uh, so kind of reminded me of the Goat Simulator kind of game, although I haven't played that either. Like That style of game doesn't appeal to me. Uh, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut is coming out on September 13th. I think that's awesome. Uh, two games that were announced that are huge uh, gets for the Nintendo Switch because they're such good games as Bastion and Transistor. Uh, I have played lots of Bastion. I think I bought it multiple times. I think I bought it three times. Once on uh, iOS, once on Xbox 360, and once on Steam. And I don't know if I'll buy it again because I I think I've played enough of it. But if you haven't played Bastion, you definitely should check it out. It's this really cool top-down action game where you have a narrator continually telling the audience what it is you're doing and the narrator's got a fantastic voice it's really cool uh transistors made by the same developer and it kind of flows along the same way although instead of having a narrator it's more like you're talking to your sword uh which is very interesting as well i didn't play nearly as much of transistor but i watched somebody play it and it looks like it is tons of fun uh again i got that on steam super super cheap uh no no Uh, information on what the price of these games will be Um, so then we've got jackbox party pack 5 if you haven't played the jackbox party pack games you absolutely have to buy at least one of them Uh, and they are fantastic games to have at a party you throw your switch up on the screen uh, it connects to the internet everyone pulls out their phones and they connect to the switch through their phones and then you basically play like these games together with a like as many people as are in the room can play and it's basically uh it's as as pg or as nc17 as you want it to be uh and those games were really really fun um let's see what else was in there that was really cool i know that if my son had been watching the the um uh the showcase with me then he would have gone crazy for undertale which comes out on september 18th uh, he finished that game on the PS4, and even though he finished it, I bet you he would ask for it again, uh, which I'm, you know, hopefully he just doesn't notice it. And um, one, two other games that jumped out at me, uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, which is a game that I actually played on my phone. It had a very, very cool mechanic to it where uh, it felt a lot like a Zelda-style game. Uh, and like you would tilt your phone different ways, depending on if you were in combat or not. Uh, it was very interesting and, um, it had a very, very cool soundtrack to it as well. And then finally they did like this one more thing, uh, at the end where the, you know, it seemed like they were all done, which by the way, it was really short. Uh, the, the whole thing was probably 10 minutes or so. Um, but, uh, it was really short and then they, you know, they were wrapping everything up and they're like, oh, and by the way, here's this one more game, Into the Breach. Uh, Into the Breach is this, oh, I am almost played a thing. Here, let me make sure that I'm muted here. Uh, it's this top-down, puzzly-looking um, strategy game. And it looked really cool, but it wasn't a game that I was familiar with at all. And I don't imagine that a lot of people got really excited by the one more thing. I feel like they would have 
been better off had they said had the one more thing been Undertale or Bastion or um, uh, Transistor because those games are much more well known and uh, I thought that those were really cool. Uh, Mango Tree ninety three says it's a turn based strategy game. It was big on PC last year. Yes, it and it, it looks like a turn based strategy game, but I almost feel like it was a puzzle kind of strategy game because like you've got like these little tiny boards that you're playing on and you have to figure out how to eliminate the enemies on those boards and because it's so small uh it feel like the limited number of tiles that you can move to makes it more like a puzzle game than an all-out strategy game where you have lots and lots of places to go speaking of strategy a game that I was really hoping to hear from uh, that we did not hear from in this uh, Nindy's showcase. And we'll see if I can get through that whole, this whole con- uh, 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 contest, contest, this whole um, content without calling it a direct. We'll see if I can. Uh, but the game that I was really hoping to hear about, well, there were two games, but the one that I was mostly hoping to hear about is Wargroove. And Wargroove was nowhere to be seen yet again. For those of you that don't know, Wargroove is this really, really great uh, looking um, strategy game that is based on Advanced Wars, which is another strategy game from the GBA uh, series. Um, But Advanced Wars and then set in like a medieval setting and it looks fantastic. And the developer recently did an AMA and talked about all of the things that they've added to the game. I'm really excited for that. And I was really disappointed that, that we didn't hear about a release date for that, but that's fine. You know, Chucklefish, take your time with Wargroove. We will be patient. Another game I was hoping to hear about was uh, the newest expansion to Shovel Knight, one of my all-time favorite games on the Nintendo Switch, although it's on pretty much everything. Uh, but I, I loved Shovel Knight. My son and I played that multiplayer and went all the way from the beginning to the end. Had so much fun playing Shovel Knight. And the King of Cards, like, they announced that forever ago. And it's just been radio silence, basically. They, I mean, they even have Amiibo uh, that, they're going, that they're selling for the King of Cards. Uh, I believe it's uh, the, the Plague Knight the King Knight, and then Spectre Knight, I think is the other one. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they have Amiibos of all three of those. And every single time there's one of these Nindy showcases, uh, which there was one not too long ago, uh, I'm expecting, okay, now we're going to hear about Wargroove. Now we're going to hear about the newest Shovel Knight. And every time we don't hear of them. So uh, I'm hoping that we hear more of it soon. Uh, I'm very curious of all of the games and you can follow the link in the show notes to see a list of every game that was shown in the uh, showcase of all the games that were shown in the showcase. Which one are you most excited about? I would really love it if you would uh, let us know. Uh, You can do that in lots of different ways. You can email me um, bill at runjumpstomp.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can also uh, join our Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord and uh, uh, let us know that way. 
there's a there's a bunch of ways that you can do that. So let's take a look at what chat is saying. Uh, TF Wagner says, I call it shovel money at them and they never really play the game. Um, Mango Tree says, Chucklefish posted an update about Wargroove last week, said it's coming along at a decent play- pace and they thanked everyone for their patience. Uh, Res TV is most excited about Minico's Night Market. I saw that and I was incredibly bored. That's some weird cat game. I didn't really understand it. Uh, Mikey B. Plans says Transistor was a fun and pretty experience. It's definitely very neon looking. I love the look of uh, Transistor. Uh, Fisto also says Transistor for sure. Uh, so those are those are what uh, chat thinks are the most exciting announcements from today's Nindy's Showcase. So now that we know what they think, I want to know what you all think. So let me know. You can also tweet it at me. Have you played Atari today? So I got some feedback from Sean Droid. He uh, wrote on our Discord, which you can join at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, Sean Droid said, still loving the show. I like that you focus on the facts and get through it all quickly. I do have some nitpicks uh, for the bit about NPD sales. You covered it from a multiple angles well, covering most of the nitpicks I wanted to send. But on the whole, you contradicted yourself. Successful consoles sell more than the previous year. Every year, the PS4 will sell more than the year before it. Unsuccessful consoles like the Wii U don't. If the Switch in year two outsells the PS4 in the fourth year, that is massive. But overall, your point was that the Switch outsold it for one random month, and that doesn't mean anything. That's right. So he's basically reiterating what I'm saying, but he's correcting me on the fact that sales for the PS4 have continually increased every single year. And I looked it up and he's com- he's totally right. So I was wrong about that. Uh, I thought more it would be more of a balloon at the front and then a long tail afterwards for the graph, but it was not. Um, let's see. that uh, You covered it in every which way, but you implied that console sales don't increase as time goes on. A bigger library plus lower cost equals more sales. It would be insane if a new Nintendo system was to sell better than an established Sony system until its successor comes along. You know what? I was wrong about that, and thank you so much for pointing that out. Very, very interesting. I never, I always thought of it like if, if we're in year four, and how do I want to say this? So I looked at the graph for PS4 sales, and yes, they continue to go up every year, but eventually that's going to start dropping off. I just assumed that it would start dropping off sooner than after three years or four years. I would have assumed that at four years, most people who already wanted a PS4 would have already picked one up. But I guess I was wrong about that. Although you also have to keep uh, keep in mind that some people bought multiple PS4s because, uh, you know, they went from the PS4 to the PS4 Pro or, or whatever like that. Uh, so anyway, thank you very much, Shondroid, for writing into the show. I really appreciate it. When it comes to space games, nobody compares to Atari. Excuse me, have you compared them to Intellivision? Intellivision? Sure, they've got great space games, like Intellivision Space Battle. I didn't know. So we just got done talking about a whole bunch of games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Let's talk about two that probably won't be coming to the Nintendo Switch, or... The developers aren't sure if they're coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the first is Soul Calibur Six. Um, according to Bandai Namco, here's the quote. And the quote is coming from... 
I didn't write that down. Uh, this is from Dual Shockers. Actually, I think both of these are Dual Shockers. Uh, yeah, yeah, both of these stories are from Dual Shockers. So, uh, from Dual Shockers, uh, here's the quote At the moment, there is no development for Switch at all. I understand that the Switch is a very successful hardware, and of course, if there is a possibility, then it would be great to do it. At the moment, we're focusing on the October 19th launch, so we don't even have time to think about that possibility. After the launch, we'll think about that possibility. All right, so why might Soul Calibur 6 come to the Switch? Well, first off, we it wouldn't be the first Soul Calibur game to play on a Nintendo console. In fact, at the time when I can't remember which Soul Calibur it was, maybe four, I think, uh, there was uh, Soul Calibur on the Xbox, um, on the PlayStation 2, and on the Nintendo GameCube. And each one of those versions of the game launched with a specific character. I think that Xbox was Darth Vader. Um, Nintendo Switch was Yoda. And I can't remember who it was that was on PlayStation. That was a long time ago. Um, But, you know, there you go. We've seen it before. In fact, if you look at that gen of hardware, Xbox and PS2 were both more powerful than the GameCube. And because they were more powerful than the GameCube, then uh, the developer had to uh, bring things down to get, to squeeze things onto the the Nintendo GameCube. So it's not like this hasn't happened in the past. Are we going to see it launch day and date? No, but we've already seen Bandai do this kind of same thing with Dragon Ball uh, Fighters. Uh, so Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z, however it is that you want to say it, it came out on the other platforms first, and then afterwards uh, it was announced for the Nintendo Switch, and we just had the beta uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I didn't like it myself just because I didn't know what the hell was going on, uh, but, oh, that's right, GameCube had Link, Xbox had Spawn, and somebody had Darth Vader or Yoda. Maybe it was Xbox had Yoda because of the green. I can't remember. Um, That was a long time ago. Uh, Anyway, does that mean just because we saw uh, Dragon Ball Fighters come to the Nintendo Switch that we're going to have Soul Calibur 6? I don't know. I I think it's perfectly possible. I haven't seen what the game looks like. We have to remember that Dragon Ball Fighters is a 2D sprite-based uh, well, maybe it's sprite-based. It looks sprite-based. Um, and that seems to be probably less re- resource-intensive than a game like Soul Calibur, which is a 3D fighting game, which is all poly- polygonal and things like that. Uh, I'm very interested to see if it does come over to the Switch because the Soul Calibur games... like I had a lot of fun playing the Soul Calibur games on, uh, I think it was my Dreamcast back in the day. Uh, really enjoyed the Soul Calibur games and playing them in arcades as well. Another game that we're not sure if it's coming, and this is also from Dual Shockers, is uh, they ended up talking to Bethesda uh, about Rage 2. And here's the quote from them. Uh, they said, we've talked about it, but it's a completely different engine and tech. The nice thing about Doom, Wolfenstein, and Doom Internal is that it all uses ID tech. Uh, That's their engine. Uh, Rage 2 uses Avalanche's engine, so 
it's a different beast in terms of seamless open world that you can play like that. We've talked about it some. I'm still uncertain as to whether it would ever work on the Switch. My guess is if Bethesda is answering that question with probably not, then my guess is probably not. I don't feel like they're the company that's going to go, well, I don't think so, and then be like, surprise, we lied. Um, Although I could be wrong about that. Uh, So those are two games that are not coming to the Switch, and that's okay because not every single game has to come to the Switch. Uh, There are other consoles out there, and you know, a lot of people like Nintendo fans, they tend to get mad when a developer doesn't support their platform of choice. But you have to remember, Nintendo doesn't support Xbox. You know, you can't you can't turn around and uh, play the latest Mario Kart on the PlayStation. Uh, and I think that that's perfectly fine. Some games are on some systems and some games are on other systems. And we can't always have ev- access to everything. And the one thing that I'll say about this before I shut up is that we have so much to play already. If something doesn't come to the Switch, we're going to be okay. Let's go racing! It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Mix it up with a big All right, I'm going to take the rest of these stories and throw them into the lightning round. Uh, There is a Smash 4 themed... Or Smash 4. A Smash brothers themed pro controller it looks really really cool uh if you have not already checked it out you absolutely should i'm going to bring it up for the people watching the video right now uh it looks really cool it's got like little white wings and then it's got the smash logo on it i think it looks fantastic i don't know how much it costs i think i read someplace that it was 74.99 by itself which i think that's normal price for a pro controller Um, I'm not going to pick one up because I don't need, I don't need two pro controllers. I I have one for me. My son has one on for his switch and that's as much as we need. If we're going to play a multiplayer game, most of the time we just break out the joy cons and play them like that. Uh, but I think it looks fantastic. That black and white looks awesome. Vaxer wishes it was in black and orange. I think that would look cool too. Um, let's move on. Uh, speaking of smash, this is really interesting. Um, (laughs) the number, the number one game sold on Amazon, it's best sellers for 2018. This is updated daily. Uh, the number one game physical game, uh, sold on Amazon is smash brothers, which is not even out yet. So this is just based on pre-orders. That's crazy to me. That is currently in the year 2018, the number one game sold on Amazon. Now, keep in mind that this does not take into account all of the gift cards that you can buy. So things like uh, the PlayStation Store $20 gift card, that's the number one seller. The $10 gift card for the PlayStation Tour is the number two or is the number two seller and the $50 PlayStation gift store card is the number three seller with the number four being Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. But if we look at the top 10 and we get rid of all of the um, the uh, shop gift cards and we just look at games, the number one is Super Smash Brothers. The number two is Super Mario Odyssey. The number three is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That is insane. That is so crazy that that Nintendo is just killing it on that. 
I'm very, very interested in what is going to happen with Smash this year. And uh, Nintendo seems like they're off to a good start. Um, finally, last story of the day. We've got a... Uh, this This is translated from Japanese. Uh, a website called GamesTalk.net, which is in Japanese. And then I had uh, Google Chrome auto-translate it into English. So it's kind of kind of hacked together. Uh, but it says, uh, Nintendo Classic Mini Double Pack uh, is going to include the Famicom Mini as well as the Super Nintendo or the Super Famicom Mini. Uh, and it's going to have instructions, or I'm sorry, it's going to have original limited wallpaper, uh, which comes with this limited edition. So you get both of these things uh, together. So if you don't have either of them, then there you go. Now, I guess they're going to be released on September 15th, and the price is going to be 15,000 yen, uh, which is pretty... I, I don't know how much that is in dollars off the top of my head, but um, I don't know. I think that's cool. I, I kind of want the Mini Famicom just to have it. Like, I wouldn't play on it because of the small controllers, um, but I would just like to have the Mini Famicom. Because uh, it looks really cool. Uh, but if you missed out and you don't have either of these yet, then now is your chance to get uh, two of them together. And I wonder if pretty soon we're going to see the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic on sale here as a bundle uh, here in the States uh, or in Europe. I'm very interested to see if that is what's going to be happening. The music on today's episode is Bubble G-Funk Remastered by TechnoX. You can find uh, all the music that's ever been featured on the show over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, don't forget that if you want the full show, you can either come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or if you can't catch the live show because you're busy, you can watch it after the fact at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, finally, if you're looking for ways to support my content, you can uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's going to be all kinds of links there that you can check out. It uh, helps me create more content. Don't forget you can join the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and get a bonus uh, podcast. Uh, I did an episode this morning about Cyberpunk 2077 and the hype surrounding that 48-minute uh, video that came out. So make sure you head over to Patreon dot com slash run jump stomp and you can get access to that for as little as a dollar um thank you thank you so much to everyone who's already supported the show you guys are awesome and uh wouldn't be nearly as 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 great a show if it didn't have the live chat to uh interact with so thank you guys for coming by uh we've got vaxer uh corona g8 um we've got j hartley 17 joycephine k bone 369 uh, Lawworthy, Lego Lawyer, Link31254, Mikey B. Plan, uh, Fisto, Piterit, Zero, Rezzed TV, RPG Rerun, Skinny Seahorse, Slow Cool, Space Escalator, uh, Super 80s, TF Wagner, uh, Trev125, VNK, Virgo Pros. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for coming by. I will see you next time. Bye bye.